Hi listeners, hope you're all doing fine and this is Yogi and you're listening to Yogi's Podbox. Well, uh, off late I've not been doing much but still uh, I've been doing podcasting for you all and uh, I'm trying to keep it short. I'm so sorry that all my episodes are going in length. Please have patience to listen. I'm trying to cover three beautiful uh, topics every podcast that I do. So every five to seven minutes you have one changing. Well, for now, now I'll talk about the Kumbhalgarh Fort in Rajasthan. This is again a very, very old ancient fort up hills in a mountain. Now, Kumbhalgarh or the Kumbhalgarh Fort, known as the ancient architectural marvel of the Rajput era. Kumbhalgarh Fort is more than 700 years old and they say this fort is situated on the topmost ridges of the Aravali Ranges at the height of 1914 meters above the sea level. The mighty boundary wall of the fort is around 38 kilometers long and runs through the forest area of Kumbalgara National Park, the Kumbalgar or the Kumbalgar National Park. This holds the record of being the second largest wall in the world after the Great Wall of China. Have you ever thought that such a kind is there in India? The Kumbalgar Fort is claimed to be the second largest world, the second largest wall in the world after Great Wall of China. The width of the boundary wall is between 15 to 25 feet long, out of made, made of stones, big big rocks. The Kumbalgar Fort is a UNESCO World Heritage Site under the Group Hill Forts of Rajasthan. We must have heard about that earlier. This fort is the second largest fort after the Chittar Fort or the Chittar Fort, Chittur Fort or the Chittar Fort. The fort comprises seven huge gates and has around 360 temples within the establishment. Within Kumbalgar Fort, the Badal Mahal or the Badal Shah's Mahal, the Badal Mahal is the major tourist attraction even today. Also known as the Palace of Cloud, Badal means cloud, Badal Mahal still retains the essence of extravagance or the essence of extravagance with its rooms in contrasting colors such as green, turquoise and white. Now look at the vibrant colors these people have used in those days time. And uh, uh, the colors are which, which, uh, which is more radiant and uh, the combinations is, is really, really awesome. This monument is located at a distance of around um, 64 kilometers from Udaipur. This beautiful fort is immensely lighted up every evening for a span of few minutes, which is so, so beautiful to look. And the tourists are there spellbounding every time they go and see there. Lots of pictures, lots of beautiful sights, lots of pictorial information, lots of lives come into existence over there. And this is an outstanding universal value. The Kumbhalgarh Fort was named after the Maharana Rana Kumba, who built, who built this fort in the 15th century. Wow! This fort is also known as the birthplace of Maharana Pratap. The original, the original fort was built in 6th century by King Samprati during the Maurya age. This fort 
was often used as a palace or a place of refuge for the rulers of Mewar during times of danger. During its construction, the fort faced many obstacles. Why not? Yes, obstacles and war are the crisis during those times. The problem was resolved by making a human sacrifice ritual, which is not ethical nowadays. And this is sacrificial ritual, very, very, very old kind of ritual or the superstitious beliefs they had in those times. In order to remember the sacrifice of the human, a shrine and temple were created on the main gate of the fortress. Now, this is in Rajasthan and uh, in Udaipur. This is also a very, very ancient monument even today where people would not fail to visit during their trip to Udaipur. And the next one I'm going to talk about is the Bishnupur Temple or the Bishnupur Temple. Located in the Bankuru district or the Bankura district of West Bengal, Bishnupur is known for its terracotta temples designs made from the local laterite stone. There are numerous temples in the city famous for its unique architecture. Some of them include Malishwar Temple, Lalji Temple, Radhe Shyam or the Radha Shyam Temple, Radhe Shyam Temple, Radhe Shyam Temple, Jor Bangla Temple, Rasmancha Temple, Madan Mohan Temple, Pancharatna Temple, and Mridmai Temple. Mridmai, I spell that for you. M R I N M A Y E E. Mridmai Temple. Among them, Rasmancha, the temple, is the oldest brick temple. Notably, it has an uncommon pyramidal tower. Surrounded by hut shaped turrets or the turrets, Pancharatna Temple has carvings depicting the aspects of Lord Krishna's life. And the Lalji Temple consists of ornamental stucco decorations. Malishwa Temple's base mouldings and the stone elephants there are considered to be its strength. Moreover, the Jor Bangla Temple is decorated with terracotta walls from both inside and outside. Also, constructed in Ekartana style, which is Ekaratana style or Ekaratana style. I don't know how to spell these words. Ekaratana style. E-K-A-R-A-T-N-A. Ekaratana style. Ah, Ekaratana style. I got it. Radhe Shyam Temple depicts the life from Puranas. It has doomed shaped Shikara and is made up in square plane. According to uh, the culture, the Durga Puja celebration does not start in any time of Bishnupur until the Mrinmai temple fires the cannon. The Mrinmai temple fires the cannon. So that is the indications. The Madan Mohan temple was built by King Durjana Singh Deva in the Ekartana style. The carvings in the structures speak about the scenes from Mahabharata, Ramayana and the Puranas. It's again an outstanding universal value. The famous terracotta temples were built during the 17th and 18th century in Bishnupur by the Mala rulers who were Vaishnavites. Notably, due to the shortage of stones in the plains of Bengal, the architects thoughts or the architect thought of an 
easily available substitute. So, the clay was accessible or the accessible part and hence a new form of temple architecture, the terracotta temples came into light. The Mala kingdom ruled in Bishnupur for around 800 years and during this time Jagat Mala and his descendants constructed numerous temples and structures both from bricks and stones out of brick and stone turning Bishnupur into a temple town. And still uh, the West Bengal part which stands, I mean which we have Bishnupur in West Bengal, the West Bengal place is a land of temple town they say. And this is a universal value, no doubt about that. And this is again the wonderful monuments which we have to relish upon on Indian heritage. So this is all about the Bishnupur temple. And the next one um, I will talk about or I will say you is the, um, the tomb of Rabia Durani or called as Bibika Makbara, the tomb of the lady. Now about the tomb of Rabia Durani called the Bibika Makbara. The Bibika Makbara is a beautiful mausoleum of Rabia Uldharani alias Dilraz Banu Begum. The wife of the Mughal emperor Aurangzeb, who was in the century, who lived in the century 1658 to 1707. How many of us know Aurangzeb's wife's name, his missus name, his wife's name was Dilras Banu Begum, the Bibika Makbara or the mausoleum of Rabia Uldhaurani. This mausoleum or the mausoleum is believed to be constructed by Prince Azam Shah, in memory of his mother, who is now Prince Azam Shah, obviously Aurangzeb's son, I guess. So, he built in his memory during the 1651 to 1661 AD, and uh, an inscription found on the main entrance door mentions that this mausoleum was designed and erected by Ataullah or Ataullah, an architect, and Hanspat Rai, an engineer, in those times. The mausoleum draws its inspiration from the world-famous Taj Mahal of Agra, which was constructed between the 1631 and 1648 AD. And hence, it is rightfully known as the court of Taj of Deccan. The mausoleum stands in the center of a huge enclosure. This huge enclosure measuring approximately 458 meters around uh, the north and south and uh, around 275 meters in the width area in the east and west. The Bharadaris or pillared pavilions are located at the center of north, east and western part of the enclosure wall. The typical Mughal Charbag pattern adorns the mausoleum thereby increasing its beauty and splendor through its symmetry and excellent garden layout. The high enclosure wall is crenellated with pointed arched recesses and bastions at regular intervals and are provided to cut down the monotony. The recesses, these recesses are divided by pilasters crowned with small minarets. The mausoleum is entered through a wooden entrance gate on its south which has excellent foliage designs 
on the brass plate covering the exterior after passing through the entrance a small tank is proved and a low profile screen wall leads to the main structure the screened pathway has a series of fountains at its center which adds to further the serene atmosphere and the beauty the mausoleum is built on a high square platform with four minarets at its corners which is approached by a flight of steps from the three sides while a mosque is found to the west of the main structure which was later an addition caused by the nizam of hyderabad resulting closure of the entrance the mausoleum is encased with marble up to the dadu level above the dadu level it is constructed of basaltic or the basaltic trap up to the base of the dome the later is again built of marble a fine plaster covers the ba- basaltic trap and uh, given a fine polished finish and adorned with fine stucco decorations the mortal remains of rabia ul daurani are placed below the ground level surrounded by an octagonal marble screen with exquisite designs which can be approached by a descending flight of steps the roof of this chamber that corresponds to the ground level of the mausoleum is pierced by an octagonal opening and given a low barricaded marble screen thus the tomb can also be viewed from the ground level also by viewing down the octagonal opening what a beautiful sight it could be the mausoleum is crowned by a dome pierced with trellis works and accompanying panels decorated with flower designs which are as delicately execu- executed or which are very very finely delicate things executed as that in taj of agra the smaller mosque or the smaller mosque a later addition stands to the west of the mausoleum these are all the later additions the base are pierced through with five cusped arches and a minaret could be noticed at each corner well according to the tawarik nama of gulam mustafa or the tawarik nama of gulam mustafa the construction of mausoleum costed around roughly 6 crores and 68 lakhs of rupees i i think i misspelled that 6 crores or maybe don't we don't know 6 crores could be like 6 lakhs 68233 rupees that's what the denomination says 668203 and such a worth of money was spent on this mausoleum of the tomb of rabia durani who is the bibika makbar called the tomb of the lady much a replica of the taj mahal and uh, this again is a wonderful monument of india even today with relish of so many things and with this i'll wind up this episode and i'll see you with some more interesting aspects and some more interesting features and monuments and marvels of india stay tuned until then and thanks for listening have a splendid and a splendid and have a wonderful day have fun thanks for listening bye bye